I like cute clothes. I like having stylish outfits and I hate shopping. Armoire makes getting dressed easier. Armoire is a clothing rental membership option. And Janet and I recently have both tried it out. And you guys, it is so much fun. You go to their website, you get to take a little quick style quiz, takes five minutes, and then you get presented a list of beautiful clothing, pictures, wonderful clothes that you can pick out and get delivered to your house for you to try and wear in the comfort of your own home without going out and determine what looks cute, put together outfits without investing a ton of money. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off your first month. That is up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash envoys. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E, dot style slash envoys to get 50% off your first month and never have to worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Welcome to On Boys, real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men. We're your co-hosts, Jennifer L.W. Fink of buildingboys.net and Janet Allison of boysalive.com. Google the words boy and mentors, and you get 20 million plus results. Everything from boys to men mentoring, mentoring boys and young men of color, big buddy programs, on and on and on. Now Google mentors for boy moms, and you get about 900,000 results. And of those, most of them are actually looking for single moms, that need male role models or mentors for their sons. This is ridiculous. What about the moms? What about the moms? Janet and I recently attended Podcast Movement 2019. We met in person for the first time, you all. We met in person. Finally. And we found out we're the same height. We are the same height. Um, We both got married for the first time at age 19. Um, we both have maroon travel suitcases. What else? Jane? On and on and on. Yeah, it's a little scary. <laughs> we also, uh, I think on one of the first days, we attended a session and this woman named Robin Sales gave a talk about the importance of female mentors. Female mentors to help other women through the hero's journey. And she pointed out that we see this all the time in the movies. You know, think Luke Skywalker. Who did he have, Janet? Really? <laughs> Janet, Luke Skywalker had Yoda. And I was going to say that. And Obi. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> but we see this all the time. You know, there's this critical moment And usually the male main character has this source of wisdom to go through that helps get him through this difficult part. And in Robin's talk, her point is that we don't see that enough for women. And therefore, it it really doesn't exist in society. And as Janet and I were talking about this later, we realized boy moms need mentors too. 
And we see, you know, there is mentoring for moms in business, entrepreneur mentoring and that kind of thing. But absolutely, who is out there helping moms of boys? Hopefully you'll, our listeners will say us, but mm -hmm. it has to get so much more direct and personal. And we live in this culture in this time when so many of us feel like we have to do it alone that we are supposed to do it alone. That if we are not doing well at this, it's somehow our fault, we didn't do good enough, we don't know enough, we're not competent enough. And that's a bunch of baloney, it's time to stop that right now. When I was looking online, I found exactly uh, one program, and it was a little program out of Indiana, Mentor Moms, designed to pair up experienced moms with new moms. Brilliant. You know what? This just reminded me, one of my first jobs out of college was exactly that kind of program, pairing up experienced moms with moms of newborns. So ah. that thread has carried through to this day. Exactly. And if you think about it, I'm sure you can think of, for instances, from your life, where you perhaps had a more experienced mom that maybe you reached out to for support. I loved having a group of friends that when my kids were little and one mom in particular who I really looked up to in her parenting style, but her kids were just slightly older than my kids. And that is crucial. Look around, find who's a grade or two above your child in school and reach out to those moms because it's so good to know what's ahead. It can seem a little bit terrifying sometimes. Uh, one of my good friends, her name is Sue, and her boys were like middle school age when mine were elementary and preschool aged. And, you know, she'd talk about some of the issues that she had to deal with. And I'm like, whoo. Yeah, but it was helpful to know when my boys got there, this is normal. Other people have been down this path before. And I have a resource right here. And almost even more importantly is the fact that I can see she's not at that point anymore. She and her boys have matured and they have gotten through that rough spot. So if they can do it, we probably can too. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that I find when I'm teaching online classes or doing group coaching online, what parents will say, what moms will say is the most important, even more than the, the you know, learning the strategies and that piece is the connection with other parents. I looked up the definition of mentor because if we're going to tell people that they should get mentors, let's make sure we know what we're talking about. And the definition is an experienced and trusted advisor. Mm. Like, think about that. Isn't that really what we all wish that we had? Mm. When we have these parenting complications, we want this experienced and trusted advisor who can play the role of an Obi-Wan and kind of talk us through the situation, listen, tolerate our weaknesses, maybe not tell us what exactly to do, but ask those questions that get us thinking about the situation. And what is so typical of females is that we process by talking and we actually come up with the answers 
just simply by having someone to talk it out with. Not that they're giving us the answers, but it's amazing how when those words come out of our mouth and back into our ears, it gives us new, fresh insight and perspective. And then often we can find the solutions pretty easily. It's interesting that you say that because I looked up benefits of mentoring and I wanted to look at what are the benefits to the mentor and what are the benefits to the mentee. And the one that was listed for the mentor, which I thought was uh, so thought provoking, it's an opportunity to reflect on your own practice. Now this article that I was reading was primarily talking about work mentorships, but if you think about it, that applies so much to parenting because as you are supporting another mom, you're really thinking deeply about what you are doing in your own parenting. And whenever I do that, whenever I become more thoughtful about what I am doing as a parent, why I'm doing what I'm doing, and if what I'm doing is actually helping move towards the goals and values that I have established, that helps me be a better parent. Mm -hmm. And it works on the other side too, because it helps the mentee with the problem solving. Like you said, just simply talking through it can reveal opportunities that you hadn't thought about before. So it's a win-win. Absolutely. Win-win. It's a win-win. The other thing that it talked about was benefit for the mentor is it's a way to use your experience, right? Like this is hard work, you guys. Getting through potty training is hard work. Remember how overwhelmed you felt the first time you dealt with potty training? And maybe the second time, I don't know about you, but like none of my kids were the same. Like what I thought I had figured out with number one did not apply to number three and vice versa. I'm glad you didn't say number two. <laughs> oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> oh yes, Janet. Okay. <laughs> but by the time I got done potty training, all four of these boys, I had a body of knowledge. Like I know some stuff about potty training boys. That is absolutely irrelevant in my life now. Yeah. But when I share my experiences and my knowledge with another mom, that passes it down. That helps her maybe find a better way, try something else. Uh, just realize, yeah, you're not the only one that tried 14 things and nothing has worked yet. And this is where we shine as a lot of women, a lot of moms in, is that we are givers. We love to give. We love to take care. We love to share that body of knowledge. And, and men too, I don't want to just be, you know, landing only in the female zone here, but often we take great pleasure in that sharing and that giving. So I'm going to flip it around and ask you, it's harder to receive. It's harder to ask for help. So what would you tell a mom that's listening or a dad, what would you tell them about being able to ask for and receive support, knowledge, information? Push through the discomfort and do it anyway. It is so hard for any of us to admit that we're vulnerable and that we don't have everything figured out because we fear we're going to be judged, right? But I just saw something going around yesterday on um, Facebook that really resonated with me. And it was an anecdote, whether it's true or not, I have no way to know. But allegedly it was written by a mom who was approached by another mom at the park who said, 
hey, um, do you have some sunscreen I could borrow? And, you know, she felt very down on herself, you could tell, by having to ask. And the other mom is like, yes, ask me. And she wrote this post saying, ask me if I have sunscreen. Ask if I have snacks. Ask if this. And most of us are more than willing to help out another mom. We've all been there. Like, we have all been that mom at the grocery store who's got one kid tantruming and another one running in another direction while we're trying to get through the checkout. And innately, we want to help other people. So push through some of your own discomfort, try it, ask for it. And I think once you start doing that, you begin to realize that, oh my gosh, all these people actually want to help me. And it gets easier. Mm -hmm. And when you think about how good it feels to be the helper, you actually are enabling another person to have that good feeling too when they help you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, it's win-win. It's good for them. It's good for you. They're learning more about their parenting. You may make a new friend out of this. I mean, this often ends up going far deeper than just sharing parenting tips or commiserating on a bench at the park. Not to knock that. There is a lot of value in commiserating on a bench at the park. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it turns into a lifelong friendship that even goes into the adult realm, where sometimes you spend time together and don't even talk about the kids. Whoa. It can happen. Yeah. It can I happen. think so. All of this kind of relates back to parenting in isolation and mm-hmm. what happens when we parent in isolation. And I'm thinking about dads now because they are less likely to have other peers that they're sharing parenting information or commiseration with. And it reminds me of this living room talk that I did a long time ago, years ago, but this still stays with me so vividly. And it was a group of maybe six couples, so a dozen people, and we were just chatting about parenting. And they mostly had young kids. And one dad was talking about how angry he gets with his boy, how, you know, you just, things would set him off and he would get so mad at his son. And meanwhile, uh, across the room, I just felt this other dad just kind of get a little uncomfortable. And he had this look of kind of surprise on his face. And so I gently asked, you know, hey, what's going on? And he looked at me with just, oh, this look on his face of revelation. And he said, I thought I was the only one who got mad at my kid. I hear from parents all the time how bath time can be such an ordeal. And yet bath time can be really fun. In fact, here in the very cold winter, we use bath time as an activity. Dabble and Dollop has got this dialed in because they have bath products that are not only natural, healthy, free of toxins, all the things we want for our kids, but they're fun. Jen, you said when your boys were young, they loved to make potions. My son, Tyler, had so much fun mixing things together, making potions, recipes. He would have loved Dabble and Dollop's Day at the Beach bath mixing set because it's a collection of soap scents and a little mixing thing and your kids can combine scents and make their own creations. It is exactly the kind of thing that can turn bath time 
into a fun, enjoyable, creative endeavor instead of just a fight. And I will say the bubbles have been bow tested in the bathtub and they last. They stay bubbles for a long time. Dabble and Dollop has everything from bath time shampoos, bubble baths, body washes, conditioners, lotions, bath bombs, bath toys, and accessories. There's so many things to explore at Dabble and Dollop. Go to dabbleanddollop.com slash onboys to get 20% off your first order. That's dabbleanddollop.com slash onboys, 20% off for being an onboys listener. I have chills right now. That's how isolated we have become. You know, I know, and many of you listeners know, getting that mad and feeling like just inside irate at your child for something that you intellectually know might be a stupid little thing is a universal human experience. Mm -hmm. I love my kids more than anything in this entire world. But that feeling, oh, I have had that so many times. And if you think you're the only one, what a burden that is to live with. Yeah. So all the more reason to talk, all the more reason to reach out, to ask for help. And it doesn't even have to be help. It's just ask, ask for that sunscreen. I love that. And you may, you may have sunscreen tucked in your bag, but asking for sunscreen might just be an opening to have a conversation with somebody else. That's a good idea. Yeah. How can moms or dads find an effective mentor? Well, you know, we would love to think that everyone would join our Facebook groups because we know that they, there is amazing support there. Both Jen and I have Facebook groups, so you can search Building Boys or Boys Alive and ask to join, and you're welcome to join each group or both groups. I love the vulnerability and the questions that are asked there, and but what I love even more is how willingly people share their experiences and their responses. And along with that, the reassurance and the, you've got this and it's okay, we've all been there. And that camaraderie, that kind of where we're at these days on, you know, at least we have this online space that can be so positive and supportive. And then, and then of course you want to have somebody close to you that you can reach out and touch and experience days at the park with and look around you as we said you know look for someone who maybe has a little older children you know look at parents in your preschool group or talk to people at the park put your phone away and talk to people at the park and you as you said you know you might find your new best friend there Mm -hmm. you know One of the beautiful things about these online communities that we've created on Facebook, if you are really intimidated by the idea of like chatting up the other moms at preschool drop-off, which can be intimidating, especially if like they're the moms that are all made up and they're like heading to work and you're the mom that's rolling in in your jammy bottoms with your messy hair, you can skip that for right now. The nice thing about these online spaces is that they help some of us feel more comfortable with being vulnerable. For some reason, it's easier sharing some of our most difficult stuff with people we don't know 
than with people we do know and we feel like we have to keep up this facade with. Mm -hmm. I'm not encouraging keeping up a facade, but if it's easier for you to ask for help in an online space where people don't know your real life and all of your other stuff, it's a great place to find support. Mm -hmm. I ran across an article, um, it was a 2013 article from Today's Parent, and I'll put the link in the show notes. And there's a quote in there that I thought was really great when it comes to finding a mentor. The best mentor is someone whose parenting you admire and who gives the straight goods. So as you are at the park or preschool drop off or in the bleachers of kids sports, you watch parents interacting with their kids, right? You know who you kind of want to be like, and you also know who you don't want to be like. Mm. Aim for somebody who's parenting you admire and someone who gives the straight goods. I love that part. You want somebody who will be real and honest about parenting. You don't want somebody who is just giving you the Instagram perfect photo version of their life. You want somebody who is willing to share, uh, yeah, I did this and it was a disaster. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of person you're looking for. Yeah, getting real. Uh, just to sidestep for a second, we often say, check the show notes. We'll put the link in the show notes. And I want to make sure that our listeners actually know how to find the show notes. Excellent point. Some of you may be able to pull them up right in um, your podcast listener. If you can't find them there, go to our website. It's on boys podcast on dash boys dash podcast.com. And you will be able to see all of them there. And then you can easily click the links. We always include resources, articles that share had include some of the stats that we mentioned, resources for our guests, anything else that we think might be helpful to you. And I will say, Jen, you are brilliant at writing show notes. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. I should have some skill at writing since it's how I've made a living for more than a decade. So thanks. Thanks for that vote of support. You bet. I want to encourage our moms out there. Try and think of this mentor thing in two ways. Think about who might be a mentor for you and then think about who you might be able to mentor. Look up and look down. And there's a lot of value in being able to do both and finding yourself in the role of the expert when other times you are completely the newbie. And as we said, it feels good to be able to share your hard-won wisdom. We want to change parenting so that it is not this isolating event. We want to talk about the need for connection, not just with our boys, but for parents and for families. We can't do this alone. So we want you to share with your friends as well. We want you to outreach in your community. So why don't you just pause for a moment, take out your phone, pull up your other boy mom friends and text them a link to our podcast. Again, it's on-boys-podcast.com. You know, Jen, you and I have been doing this for a long time. We've been supporting moms and dads and teachers for many, many years, decades. And when we're talking to our guests, we just recognize this need to band together and amplify each other's voices. And in doing that, it's like we're wrapping arms around our boys and saying, hey, we've got this. We're moving the needle forward because our boys need us to talk, to share, 
to advocate, to get out our bullhorn and say things loudly, it is time to stop feeling like we're the only one that's getting the call home from school. We're the only one whose child's melting down in the middle of Target and start really banding together. And together we're stronger. Together we can help each other. And that is ultimately going to help all of our kids, no matter where they fall on the gender spectrum. It's impossible to raise boys alone. Join one or both of our Facebook groups. Jen is at Building Boys and Janet has Boys Alive. Ask questions, share your wins, get support when you need it. We'd love to have you join us.